Well, 2021 was a doozy. <laughs> Welcome to the Recession Proof Real Estate Investing Podcast. Join your host, Sam Newell, as he educates you on how to make profitable, low-risk real estate investments that will cash flow through any economy. Hear interviews with the top real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the country to find out what they've learned and implemented since the 2008 recession. With over 10 years in real estate investing, it has become Sam's goal to help others invest for double-digit returns, but to also stay safe and not get caught in the next downturn. Tune in and become recession-proof. This is our 2021 recap. Happy New Year. Uh, talk about our path to $1 billion in assets and how we're going to tackle that in 2022. Um, Michael, first of all, I'm just kind of curious. What is a, a, you know, I sent you an email about tripling our, our goals. And Mike Dart and I and Capri had dinner the other night when I was in Florida. And um, we talked about tripling our goals. And so what does that mean to you? And, and um, how are you thinking bigger now that we've kind of had a taste, uh, not even a taste, but um, seen the potential of what these big money investors can do for our goals and, and how they can fast track those? Well, if tell me where we are with Encore. Can you do that? Can you share that? Yeah, Encore, we, I fly out on uh, the 2nd to meet with them the morning of the 3rd of January. Yep. And we are going to discuss their plans to invest uh, a starting investment of $100 million with us, which you know, will end up getting us to our goal in about a third of the time. Our goal of $1 billion in math assets under management. David and I were lifting weights this morning talking about what that really means for me, but I'm kind of curious what that means for you. Yeah, I know you have a, a goal of 3,000 units. It means our life is going to change. It means my life is going to change. Your life is going to change. Uh, if Omcor comes through, that means all of a sudden we're going to have access to what every real estate person needs, which is liquid cash. And that means very quickly we'll be able to triple um, everything we're doing. Uh, cash Absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll start to take down 50 to $75, $100 million deals. Um, we'll start, uh, our cash flow will explode. Um, our scale will explode. Everything is going to get a lot bigger. Our lives, our lives, if that happens. Our lives are going to change dramatically, which means our investors' lives will change. If they want to, they'll have the opportunity to have their lives change dramatically in a great way. That's all. It's no more complicated than that. And the only question, yeah. only question becomes, are you ready for the ride? And do you want to go on the ride? Right. Absolutely. You know, our, I, I was at dinner with David and his dad last night, who are great people, great investors, and they brought a friend. And he said, well, yeah, what does that mean? Are, you know, will we still have room or will you still have room for us to invest? You know, us little guys that don't have 100 million. I said, of course, we're always going to do deals with our, our friends and, and our partners. And really what it means is access to better deals. So I, I tell everyone the story. I passed up on a deal last year for ninety-two million, and it broke my heart. It absolutely broke my heart because it was the sexiest deal we looked at while I was in Dallas, and had the most upside. And there was only two other people bidding on it, while the Dallas property we bought had twenty-six other offers. And so it, it just broke my heart that we didn't have the capital to take down what was 
one of the best opportunities I've seen in the last three years. The price tag was just too big for us. And so those are the type of properties that we'll now have access in a, to an ability to take down and, and bring our friends and investors on the ride with us, like you said, and um, they can participate in, in assets that they would never, ever have the opportunity to invest in or participate in otherwise. Capital is the lifeblood of a real estate company. It's the lifeblood of an investment company. And when you have capital flowing, it's like having blood flowing to a patient. As long as the blood's flowing to the patient, you have a health, healthy patient. Uh, when that capital is cut off, or you can't raise capital. Patients either going to go into cardiac arrest or they're going to die. And in this case, the, the patient, our patient, we're already doing fantastic as we are. This is yeah. going to be this is going to be now giving the patient liquid oxygen direct into their <laughs> bloodstream. That's, like it. That's, this is this is the, this is the patient now mainline. This is not the patient. This is the athlete now. The athlete is now up and running, mainlining oxygen into their bloodstream. That's what this is. Yep. This, is, this, is this is liquid nitrogen into, into Elon Musk's rocket to Mars. That's what, that's, <laughs> that's what this is. Heck yeah, yeah. Um, well, cool, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We'll update everyone. Can I, can, I share, can I share with you why that is? Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm talking in, in big broad strokes and it sounds you know, all sexy and that, but here's what it really is. What it really is, is now, see, we know what to do. You and I know, you give us $100 million. You give the average person, respectfully, you give the average person $100 million. They're not going to know what to do with it. I'm not saying they're going to go out and blow it, but they'll, they'll, they'll put it in the bank. They'll pay bills, that, whatever they're going to do. It's like when somebody wins the lottery. We're not winning the lottery. Professionals are giving us, are considering giving us a lot of money for one reason. Because they know we know how to make money, we know how to keep money, and most importantly, we know how to multiply money. That's why we're given the money. We know how to keep it, multi we know how to keep it, save it, and multiply it. And if you know how to do that, that's when someone says, here, here's $100 million. Go turn that into a billion dollars. Go turn that into $3 billion. And that's why this is so important. And that's why it would be a game changer. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. They're not, they're giving us the money because they've been following what, what we've been doing. They've looked at the assets that we've purchased and their mantra cool. is never do a deal where there's a potential loss of capital. Correct. Same thing Warren Buffett says, just never lose money. Never lose Putting money. It simple. So they never want to invest in a multifamily property where if things don't go perfectly, you could lose it to the bank. So we've, we've been priding ourselves in doing deals that are ultra conservative. They can be 20, 30. In some cases, the properties we've bought can be 40% vacant and still break even, which means all that means is in a terrible recession, we're going to be okay. We're going to be just fine. And that's what they wanted to know. And that's what we talked about when I met them in Florida. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not like we're winning the lottery and we're gonna have all this money and we don't know what to do with. We're gonna be buying the same type of assets. We're gonna stick with the exact same business model. However, uh, playing it with, with much better properties and, and at much higher numbers. Um, I wanna move on. I don't wanna take a lot of people's time this morning. It's New Year's Eve. Um, I did wanna make sure um, our investors got the invite 
Um, if you've invested money with us in the last couple of years um, or in, in any of our deals, we'd like to extend the invitation to go hang out and talk about cash flow and, and goals and, and wealth creation um, February 24th, 25th, 26th in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. We're not paying for it. We're going to pay for some fun activities. This is more of a mastermind. Come show up. Um, we're going to stay at an all-inclusive at the Hyatt Ziva in Cabo San Lucas. Um, but, you know, the Howes and the Valeries and Neils and all these Eds and all these great people that are friends of ours, also investors of ours, we wanted to do something fun together, talk about wealth creation, talk about the, the road to getting a billion under assets, and also each person's individual goals. Um, we wanted to do that someplace fun. So we'll be there. If you've invested with us, you're invited to come and hang out. Um, you know, we're going to do catamaran sailing around, around Cabo San Lucas on Saturday, probably some fishing, Paul, for sure, some fishing and, um, should be a lot of fun. So my partners will be there. We're excited to get out, celebrate some of our success that we've had and, uh, take a few days to relax and think about our success and, and the future. Um, so please join us if you'd like to, um, Michael, let's talk about, um, we're making a transition at desert peaks. So Desert Peaks is, is the property we bought last year in El Paso, 160 doors. Uh, we are at 94% um, occupancy, Michael. Do you remember? Between 94 and 96. Yeah, we were at 96. We have six, six vacancies, or not even vacancies, um, six turns right now. So I think that's higher than that, but I could be wrong. Yeah, well, and, and then we're having... Uh, a move in yeah next uh in two weeks so so anyways we're, we're hovering around 95 which is fantastic we underwrote eight percent occupancy um but the property manager just simply was not doing not not executing the business plan um they were not doing what we asked them to do and so we have this fantastic property manager that took over the dallas asset in um fall of last year or of this year and they've been killing it you know, the, the fun thing is, is they're at 99% occupancy right now in, uh, in Dallas and they're completing the painting and projects that we've been trying to get this other company to work on all year that they just didn't have the bandwidth or they didn't care to do it for us. So, you know, we're not perfect. We didn't maybe choose the two best property management companies we thought we did uh, when we bought these two assets but we sure as hell are going to get it right. And so I'm really excited about this new property management company in El Paso. They've already been crushing it in Dallas for us. And, um, you know, as far as a learning year and, and really getting to know our assets in Dallas and El Paso and Cleveland, we've had some lessons. We had some pipes break. We've had a few different things happen, but thank goodness we had contingency budgets Thank goodness we did the right thing by putting money in the bank for those items. And so far, our investors have not had these, have felt these negative effects of either property managers not doing what they really should, or ice storms in Dallas, or sewer mains in, in El Paso breaking. So we've had a lot of things we've had to fix and work on and that were unforeseen. But um, thank goodness we took that conservative approach and and had that money set aside. Anything you want to add to that, Michael? Well, it's normal life of a real estate investor. This is why people give us money so they don't have to worry about this stuff. They don't get the call. 
in the middle of the day. They don't get the call at night or in the morning or on the weekend. Uh, we absorb, we shock absorb everything that is going right or wrong with the property. And we just uh, continue it on and keep having it flourish. That's, that's, that's what we get paid to do. Yeah. You know, is we've given you money. Um, you are the steward of that money. It's your responsibility to take care of this property, to take care of our investment, take care of our asset. And we don't want to hear about ice storms. We don't want to hear about sewer main, sewer main breaks. We don't want to hear about um, supposedly the best property manager in the area not executing on what they're getting paid to execute on. Just give us our- Not, every, not even answering the damn phone. <laughs> just give us our money every month yeah. Yeah. and give us our pref, give us our return, and we're happy. And, that's, we're, and we're happy to do it. Yeah. And for us, it's just another day, just another day at the office. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, with the right systems and accountability in place, you know, um, even through the struggles, even through COVID and people not wanting to pay rent, sometimes we've maintained over 95% occupancy average throughout the portfolios this year. So I was looking at that number with Lyndon and, and that's amazing, you know, through, through the middle of a crazy pandemic that we didn't think would last this long. We did not think we'd still have people claiming, you know, that they're being affected by COVID and having to find money through charities and, and different things. So, um, you know, I feel like this year, 2021, was a true test of our team's ability to handle anything that comes up. I don't know that there's anything that could come up in the future that could test us more than the few things here and there that were unforeseen this year property managers not doing their job, um, roof leaks, sewer main, like you said, there's been so many things our investors haven't really heard about it. Um, Lyndon and Tian have been working their butts off to handle it all and they've done great. Um, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm racking my brain thinking what could happen in 2022, even if COVID variant, whatever come, comes around, we know exactly how to handle it and I'm not too worried about it. The only thing that, that, that would affect us, not in our current properties, because we have five, 10-year money, um, is if, it, if, it, if, it, if interest rates were to rise. I sound like, uh, it's that Bugs Bunny character. <laughs> I was going to start, but that's all folks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that, would, that would have an effect how we look at, at new properties that we're, um, that we're looking to, but that's all part of the model. Um, the only other thing that could the thing is with interest rates, Michael, is is that's going to really screw up some people's business plans that did not plan on that. And that, and that was so, yeah. I yeah. hope I'm hoping we'll be ready, and I think we will, to step in and, and acquire those assets because I know for sure there are people buying properties not counting on interest rates going up. Interest rates have to stay low so that they can either refi or sell for a profit. And I think we're going to have access to some deals that. People underwrote way too aggressive. I was just looking at a deal. One of our friends sent us and said, what do you think of this deal, guys? And it looked sexy. It looked great. But they had interest rates going down and cap rates going down. <laughs> and I said, you know, that exit strategy, that's scary. Uh, the market has to get crazier for these guys to make a 14% IRR. And we're still making a 15 to 17% IRR on our projections with rates going up and cap rates going up. So it's the opposite. You know, they're, they're ultra aggressive and we're ultra conservative. You know, look, everybody has different ways of looking at things. Um, we have to always look at worst case scenario. And, and as you were just saying, we, we, 
We didn't even know what worst case scenario was this year. Yeah. I mean, there were so many things that came out of nowhere that I, I don't think you prepared for. I didn't prepare for. But here's what was prepared for. In the analyzers, there was the shock absorber of if this happens from a, from a, from a numbers point of view, from an income and expense point of view, we had the shock absorbers all set up in the machine because yeah. we didn't know what was going to happen. And quite frankly, you know, December 31st of last year, all I cared about <laughs> was, was closing the darn deal. Holy shit. Holy I mean, shit. I mean, <laughs> literally last year, this, yeah. this day last year, I remember yeah, panically, yeah, driving, I was driving around. I had, you know, I had you on the phone. I had the lenders on the phone. I had title on the phone. I had TN on the phone, screaming, pushing, elbowing, biting, whatever we need to do to close these damn deals. We closed them. And yeah, was- then after we closed them, it was like, holy shit. Now what do we do? Because we just, now we, we just bought work. Now we got to work, and uh, it was like being at the top of the roller coaster. Now you're seeing everything over. It's like whoa! So it's been a hell of a year. Um, a lot of great learning experiences and a lot of great wins. And I think that this year will be will make this last year look like nothing because again, we have uh, our investors lined up. We have um, deals lined up. We have potentially this encore money lined up. It's gonna. If things go the way we think they're going to go, things are going to explode in a, in a good way, in a positive way, in a life-changing way. Absolutely. And that scares some well, people sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Michael, I want to be respectful of people's time. I'm going to give them a property update. It was just in Florida, yeah. um, and I toured our Bradenton property, and um, it's, it's looking good. So uh, if you're invested in Florida... We have three vacant units out of the 18, the small project, but um, the upside is there. And we are going to try and sell that asset as soon as we can because um, the upside's there. It's gonna make us some great money. So in the next year, we're gonna look at selling it. And it's just not worth our time at this point. Um, I'd rather travel to Florida for, instead of 18 units, 180 units, um, 200, 300, 480 units. Um, so we probably will be able to refi all of the money out. Um, but I sat down with the team and talked about it um, earlier this week. And I said, you know, the plane tickets, the time to go check on 18 units, uh, we've really graduated um, past that. We cannot afford to hold on to that asset. And to be honest, our investors are going to make really good money if we sell it. So that was the decision that was made is we will sell that asset and not refi it as soon as we can. And hey, you know, bring your money with us and, and buy something in the, you know, hundred to, to 200 to 300 unit range. So that's the goal for that. Um, but our onsite manager or our, our manager there is fantastic. Mike is a rock star. He's doing the rehab and managing the units. Um, the bad apples, I, I'll send some videos out and we're going to do an update, uh, an update that comes out next week. Um, but we got the bad tenants out. So that was great. Um, Cincinnati's plugging along at 9% average cash flow. So that's fantastic. Um, Cleveland one and two, we are remodeling units, Cleveland one, or excuse me, Cleveland, Fairmount one, three and four are going fantastic. Fairmount one's at 98% occupancy. Um, Three has one vacancy. Four, um, we are vacating as many units as we can. Um, Contractors in doing work and we're excited for that. We did, did have another couple questions via email about cash flow. 
So remember cash flow timing on Fairmount 4, the one we closed on in October, um, will be six to nine months from when we closed. So we're thinking April, May-ish, depending on occupancy and how fast we're re releasing the units that we've turned. Um, and then as far as amounts, remember that was a 6% PREF. So we'll be paying that 6% um, every month, you know, 6% yearly PREF paid every month. Um, those, those are going fantastic. Jason Perro and our team are, are doing great up there. And um, it's nice to have fantastic The cost partners. seg was just done. The cost seg was just done. So we will get K1s out um, much sooner than last year. You know, we waited an extra six weeks on the cost segregation studies last year. So that's why K1s were, were late, um, but we'll get those K1s out very soon. Um, Albuquerque, kind of the same as Florida. We're probably gonna keep that one because it's very, very easy and Lyndon lives in Albuquerque. So we don't have to travel to go visit it, um, but we're getting higher rents. Uh, we projected, Michael, you'll love this. We projected 700 to 725. We would have been happy with that. We were hoping we could get 750. And the six units that we're remodeling right now will go for, for 899, or excuse me, yeah, 899 in some cases. 799 to 899, um, way above what, what we had projected, which is fun. Um, it, it's exciting. And then Dallas, we already mentioned, is 99% occupied going fantastic. We're going to send out pictures of the paint job. Um, it's hard to even explain how good that property looks compared to what it did when we bought it, but it looks amazing. Paint job is, is super sexy. And then in, in what, two weeks, the new uh, monument signs going up, Michael, on the corner? I believe, I believe so, yes. Yeah, I it's going it's, to it's be a whole different property. It's going to be so sexy. I'm excited. Yeah. So um, we'll take more pictures there. And then El Paso, Terrace Hill, um, I will be flying out here in the next two weeks to uh, work on landscape plans. So that's the first big project we're working on in El Paso. And we're going to do that for Desert Peaks as well. Um, but really vamp revamping the landscaping, bringing it up to uh, you know market standard. And it's doing fantastic. It's at 95% occupied. Uh, the onsite team's crushing it. So if you guys have questions, please let me know. Um, log on to your portals. If you have, uh, if you need copies of documentation for taxes, K1, K1s will be in the portal. So when we email you and tell you, hey, your K1s are ready, log into the MFI Club portal and they'll be sitting there waiting for you. Um, cash flow, if you have questions, please let us know. We're finishing up audits which eat with each one of our investors. So if we have not done an audit call with you yet, showing how much you've invested, what your cash flow has been for 2021 and projections for 2022, please reach out to me. Um, that means you probably missed a text or email from me to try and set that up. So um, let's try and get that set up here in the next couple of weeks and get that done. And um, let's have an awesome 2022. Happy New Year, That's all I've got. Happy New, Happy Year. New Year. Okay. Any questions before we log off? Hey, Sam, just real fast on uh, Fairmont 4. I think you've yeah. retended a couple of those units. Are you getting the, the rents that you had thought? On Fairmont 4, we have not finished any renovations yet. Okay. Um, but yes, it is looking like we're going to do just fine. I mean, the nice thing on Fairmount 4 is we have Fairmount 1, which is on the same street. 
And we already know for sure we're getting the rents that we projected because we've had that one a year now and, and we're doing the same type of renovations. Um, so we're, it's not even that we're confident. We just know that we're going to be just fine and, and get the rents that we want. Um, but we have not turned um, units yet in Fairmount for probably another um, 30 days till we have those um, up and ready to rent. And, um, but we'll get you guys pictures and, and show you what we did when those are done. Great, thank you. Uh, Encore sounds really exciting. Do you have any um, projects on the horizon we should know about and be thinking about? Nothing I can talk about. We are analyzing multiple deals right now from build, build jobs or build projects in Boise and Utah, um, Phoenix and Tucson. Um, always looking at Cleveland. We have like three deals we're analyzing in Cleveland right now. Um, couple in Dallas. So we're always looking and we're ready to, um, to write offers, but, um, we're going to take a break for, for the holidays and probably work on a few things for the next two weeks and uh, call for offers on all those deals is until the end of January. So end of January, we may, may have some news on, on those items, but, um, nothing concrete yet. Well, you do a great job. So congratulations on a great year. You deserve the break. Hey, hey thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, anyone else have a question? Let's see. I'm trying to see who's still on. Pal's on. Jason, Paul, Valerie, any questions? Nope. All good, you guys. Okay. Very good. Well, Happy New Year, guys. Don't party too hard. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Thank Thanks. you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks.